Ask Radio Influence, podcasting redefined. This is the Cannabis Podcast, powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. It's an inside look and the scientific facts in and around the world of medical cannabis. Now, here is your host, Ian Beckles. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Cannabis Podcast. This is Ian Beckles coming at you from the flavor of Tampa Bay. And uh, if you guys have been listening to this podcast for the last little while, I kind of explain to you guys that it's just, it's about knowledge and teaching you guys uh, the ups and downs and uh, of cannabis in our world, in our country, in our state. And I always say it's not about sitting around getting high and acting goofy. Well, this might be one of those shows. I've not done it yet, but this might just be one of these shows. Um, on social media, if anybody wants to follow me, I'm at Ian Beckles, and I'm pretty active on social media. And this young man um, kind of ran across him on social media. Um, he's doing some big things. I see he's in, involved with True Leave, and we're involved with True Leave as well. But uh, I hope I get this name right. Um, I'm sure it's, does, it's not on his birth certificate, but uh, it's a very creative name. I'm sure he was high as giraffe pussy when he came up with this name nugsley daberson the eighth you got it did i get it right you got it exactly right now how high were you i was actually in colorado okay in well, denver then, then it was high. probably 2016 maybe mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. yes extremely, extremely high, extremely <laughs> high. so when you when you came up with that name did you write it down because probably when you woke up you probably didn't even remember it. i wrote it down and I actually started a twitter account right away so right away you okay. know so so if you go on and find that twitter account that twitter account goes way back way way back there's not a lot of activity on it nugsley <laughs> daberson why the eighth because there's not seven others well, here's what happened, right? I got the Twitter account right away, and then I got the Instagram account right away. The Instagram account sat around for a long time. I can't get back into it. Okay. So I had Nugsley Daverson, and I still own that, sure. <laughs> but I can't get into it. So I just did Nugsley Daverson the 8th, and, and one day happen. I'll make it into the other one, and we'll switch it over. But. I love it. I love it. Okay, so the reason why I have you here, um, first of all, I enjoy your... Instagram, I find it very entertaining and enlightening. I appreciate uh, it's, that. You're there doing your thing and uh, once again, enlightening people as well. Um, I've indulged in dabbing one time with my buddy, Chef Joey, and uh, it was real brief. Uh, I felt like I was coughing more than anything. Uh, I didn't know if this, if I really had a great experience with it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of like the first time that I smoked marijuana. I just didn't, it wasn't a great experience because I didn't think I really understood what was going on. Gotcha. Was it a great experience or was it not a great experience because you got too high? Or no, was it a great experience I didn't just because it wasn't? Okay. I didn't get okay. high at all okay. the first time. Now, the second time, I'll never get that high again. <laughs> like, I, I, the second time I went out and smoked, I was, you know, I, I was thinking, I'm going to get high. Mm-hmm. And I made sure of it and I was extremely, extremely high. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. We can try here today if you want. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to break any records, but we're going right. to sit here and talk about dabbing a little bit first, and then Absolutely. we're going to have a little intermission, and we're going to try to dabble a little bit and come back and see how the whole thing works out. But um, do you smoke flour? Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yes. Love uh, flour. You do edibles? Yeah. 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 The okay. uh, I'm one of those weird people to where I could eat an edible and it's not really going to affect me too much, okay. like it might somebody else. Um, RSO. You have a good tolerance. It's not so much a tolerance because I've really never been way into edibles. But it seems like when I eat one, I don't have the same experience that somebody else might. It may be because I have that I'm very used to THC. Yeah, but there's others. There's other science going on there when you eat it too. So I would would expect me to get a little more. But um, Rick Simpson oil. Okay. That puts me out. 
Rick Simpson Oil, yes, which means our, what? Our RSO. Rick Simpson was or is a Canadian gentleman who okay. cured his skin cancer in four days using pure cannabis oil. Really? Yeah, and it's uh, I mean it's black oil. Okay. It's thick, thick oil. Um, but and what do you do with it? You smoke it? He he um rubbed it onto the skin cancer. Okay. He placed the RSO oil onto like a patch and placed that over the skin cancer, and in four days it was cleared up. He Ooh. went into the doctor and said, "This is what I did." And really. They, and they pretty much told him to leave. They said, that's hooey, that's ridiculous. Uh -huh. So what he started doing is started making it. Uh -huh. And he would let anybody who was sick have it for free. Wow, that's great. And he's been doing that for a very long time. And people have had amazing results for it. There's right. a great, um, you can find it on YouTube. It's called Run From The Cure. Okay. And it's all about him. It's his story. It's, it's really interesting and on, really inspiring, too. I'm definitely going to check that out. So so you did you go through the progression? You were smoking flour. When did you start smoking? Oh, I mean, 15, 14, probably. So I was 35. Okay. okay all right. So okay. I, was a little, I was a little bit later than most. <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with that. No, but you started way back when smoking the skunk weed like everybody else the did. The swag weed. Yeah, yeah whatever yeah. you can get your oh, hands yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the stuff that they just, you know, yeah. saw how much they could fit into one bag. I can get across the border. Sure. <laughs> See, um, the thing is, you know, I kind of was broken into the weed game when weed was pretty strong at the time, uh -huh. and I never smoked bad weed. Like, I, like when I first started, I had money, you know? I was 35. I had some money. Right, so yeah. I never had to go through this, you know, that You're crappy lucky, weed. Man. You're lucky. I am lucky <laughs> because when I see somebody with crap weed, I'm like, I'm not smoking that because uh, whatever you like it or not, but I'm above that with all that seeds in it. I don't want to. So do you never it. had to pick out seeds and not have to go really. through the stems? Not and unless stuff. I'm in a different country. Right, yeah, yeah. When I'm in, uh, I was in St. Martin, my buddy leaves with $50. He comes back with a brick of weed, <laughs> a, like a brick. A garbage bag. And I look and I go, <laughs> That's not good weed. I mean, it was like the seeds in it were, they looked like avocado pits almost. And it was like, Tree and, trunks and, and we, you'd have to smoke the hell out of it just to get like a little bit of a head. And it was awful. I'm awful sure the weed. taste was nasty. The whole thing was nasty. Right, yeah. We're smoking yeah. big old stogies, but uh, I, I, I digress. But went through it, smoked the flower. So even you, you still smoke flower today. You say you're involved with True Leaf. You get your flower from True Leaf. I, yeah, I, I prefer True Leaf. I've, I've, I've hit up many, many dispensaries in the area, just about mm. all of them. And I've found that True Leaf really has the best, most consistent products. Yep. Um, I like Rise's flower a lot. I think Rise okay. has really good flower. Okay. Um, I like Vitacan too. I think they have really good products. Mm -hmm. But um. I keep going back to True Leaf, man. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. That's my people. Um, now, as far as the dabs go, explain to me the science of dabs. Okay, I'm not a scientist. Okay. And I really didn't do well in science class. So. Well, I am not a scientist okay. either. So. But you're a weedologist, <laughs> though, because you were explaining some things earlier, and uh, you know what you're talking about. So the dab is actually wax. So... It's a concentrate, right? Okay. So it's a, um, most of them like a shatter or like a crumble like mm -hmm. we have here, um, is, um, extracted using some sort of a solvent. Okay. So you would run the plant material through the solvent and then you would, um, extract the solvent out from that. And the final product that you're left with okay. is a pure concentrate with much higher levels of everything so the dab or uh what, what we're about to smoke here uh how much more thc does it have than we'll say uh, a high dosage flower okay so a good example would be um i got uh, some lemon og flower from true leaf okay. a few days ago and it was 21.7 that's, that's I think, pretty high right yeah so what we have here today is 84 percent. lord I of mercy really so 
really it kicks it up a bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. see yeah. we we talk a lot about on this podcast we talk a lot about um the government and how the government's dealing with cannabis and mm-hmm. how it's going through a metamorphosis and the government was actually trying to put a limit on the the amount of THC to keep it below 10%. Yes. And who the hell is that going to help? I mean, it was me personally, I felt that that was a way for them to try to make more more money somehow. Sure. Because the patients were going to have to buy a, a ton whole lot more it, flour. Yeah. And what know? they're going to do is they're going to go back to pills. That's what they're going to exactly. do. Exactly. Either go back to pills or, mm-hmm. you know, hit the black market and try to get something else. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's medicine that patients Correct. need access to. Correct. And I, I was so pleased to see that everything ended up to where we got full access to flour. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's what we voted for. No you doubt. Know? And listen, I think I'm hoping... No, I'm not going to say that. I'm, I was I was about to say you hope that they have enough common sense, but we're talking about the government. It's, you know, yeah. at least you're scratching your head sometimes. A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot of different situations. It's like, it doesn't matter what side you're on, you just scratch your head. Like, I don't know what the hell is happening out there, okay? So let's go back to the science of dabbing. The The apparatus is a little bit different than a normal bong well you can you can you smoke normal flour in that bong yes so so in that one um it's it's pretty much comes down to the attachment right and what we have in there is a nail and that is like a quartz nail okay right so kind of the reason that you need a um i don't want to call it like a flat surface in there is because if you were trying to smoke it out of a regular like hand pipe or a bowl Uh it would just melt right through okay Okay. and the science that we're using here is we're vaporizing the oil we're not actually smoking it okay so what you do and what scares a lot of people is the blowtorch yes the blowtorch comes out and you need that to heat the nail up hot enough okay so the quartz needs to be hot enough and then you let that cool down Mm -hmm. and what you do is you drop the concentrate into or onto the flat surface okay. and that melts it and vaporizes it mm. and then that's what that's how you actually smoke it do you uh, have you ever heard the term hot knives yes okay hot knives is a way that we used to smoke hash yes where you would I, heat up two knives I really hot to, I, used okay, to, yeah. I used to watch it yeah. yes yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's the same same concept uh, just a lot more advanced a lot cleaner you know sure. it's it you know you're not pulling knives out and you know sure. it's yeah yeah it's see, a lot more see, compact. i was never really exposed to much dabbing um the only dabbing I was really exposed to was I watched, you know, Charles uh, Action Bronson as much as I can. Mm-hmm. And Action Bronson, you, he does walk around smoking joints, but he loves his dabs. He's a big dabber. He's a big, big dabber. And uh, he coughs a lot. You cough a lot? I don't it, really. really. I, I, no, not really. I, I don't mean, see you coughing in your videos. I And, and I don't... I don't shut the camera off and go die either. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he coughs a lot. <laughs> well, they they can make you cough, you know, okay. and and depending on how large of a dab you're doing, uh-huh. he, he does some pretty big dabs. It could definitely make you cough. I can see that. I can see um, that. The last time I did it, I believe I was coughing quite a bit. So I'm I'm a. It can get you. Okay. It, uh, so is there any trick to the inhaling part of it, or? Um, not really. I mean, okay. it's it's the. Another huge advantage that you get with it, too, is the flavor. Okay. So it being concentrated like mm-hmm. that, you really get those concentrated flavor. flavors. Like, I like to compare it, um, if you're comparing it to alcohol, which is a uh, horrible comparison, sure. but it's one we all understand, it would be like whiskey. Okay. So this is kind of like whiskey compared to like where flour, maybe like a wine or even like a cider or something okay. like that. So okay. it's, it's stronger, but the flavors are much stronger. Okay. Um, well, that's exciting. So, yeah, that's how I kind of like to explain mm-hmm. to somebody who's really not familiar with it at all, well, you know? That's, that's me. I'm def- like I'm not a virgin, but uh, I'm definitely uh, not uh, familiar with this whole thing. But, 
you know, dabbing is becoming the new thing. It's almost like an art, almost. Um, it takes... I mean, it took me a lot of time because there wasn't, when I started doing it, there wasn't a ton of info out mm -hmm. there. So it took a lot of trial and error, a lot of wasting material, sure, you know, yeah, but yeah. it was a lot of, a lot of speaking to other people mm -hmm. and finding out what they were doing. And that's one of the reasons why I'm out there on there doing it to show people and expose it and show that, um, it's not. It's not some huge, scary thing. Sure, it's not taboo. And, and it's actually a really efficient way to get your medicine, you know, where exactly. if you're using, um, if you're using like the edible oil, mm -hmm. that could take an hour, you know, to really kick That's in. True. That's true. You know how true. to dab, you yeah. can get instantaneous relief. That makes sense because, you know, the edibles, which I do like to indulge mm -hmm. in once in a while, take a good hour. Yeah, yeah, take yeah. a good hour. Yeah, they and sneak then, up on and you. And then, then some, you know. You know the famous last words. I don't feel anything. Right, right. And then they take another one. Let me have two like, more. And then they're like, "Yeah, it was uh, <laughs> about a half hour later." You know how that kicks in. But um, I'm here interviewing uh, Nugsley Daberson the Eighth, uh, who is um, the dab doctor of the Bay Area. You live here in Tampa. <laughs> I'm in St. Pete. In St. Pete, that's that's very Tampa low, Bay. right, right across Gandhi. It took yeah. me five minutes to get here. <laughs> so, what made you? expose yourself to the masses like that as far as marijuana goes i mean you, 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 is your mother did you do it in front of your parents stuff like that no i mean no it, it, it was uh something that my parents weren't really all that into until mm -hmm. i became you know an adult and they saw that it wasn't something that was affecting my life sure or, exactly you know, yeah. you know that i was still a productive citizen <laughs> it helps um yes um but um my i've loved marijuana for a very long time but about um, when YouTube started to come out, I got really interested in this, the science behind it. What okay. is THC? And then very interested in um, the effects medically. You okay. know, that became very fascinating to me. And, you know, everything with cancer and showing that, you know, sure. huge positive thing. So flash forward a year or so after that, um, the girl that I was seeing at the time, her nephew was diagnosed with stage four bad cancer okay bad mm. um he was like 85 pounds when he went in you Oof. know so and they gave him like six weeks okay um and i was up enough on my knowledge mm -hmm. to know that it was knee-jerk for me we need to get him on marijuana absolutely and the program had just started just started so we got him in we mm -hmm. got him his card he was one of the first like he actually had a p00 Oh, really? And his patient number, which That's nobody has anymore, yeah, you know? Sure, so yeah, he was yeah. one of the very first. So we got him in, and um, he lived almost a year. Really? Yeah. And the... And nothing else could help him, usually. He he was on the most rigorous chemo. He had something called spindle cell carcinoma, Ooh. which is extremely aggressive. Ooh. So he was on the most hardcore chemo that sure. he could possibly be on. And he was prescribed every opiate. Everyone. Never really took them. Yeah. He and, yeah. and he said something to me one time that'll stick with me forever. He said, using the oils uh -huh. is like a pain pill, but all positive. And that'll pain, stick with me pain forever. Pain pills have a lot of negative, bro. Oh. A lot of negative. I, it, there's really not much positive to uh -uh. it, you know? Uh -huh. There's really not much positive to it. It takes away it. your appetite. You can't go to the bathroom. It's You're moody as hell. A lot of people... A lot of people start to go downhill after Absolutely. that. Absolutely. That's, you know? that's the beginning of the end. It's, yeah. And it's horrible. And what's terrible now is they get stuck on these pills and marijuana has helped uh, actually bring down opioid crisis mm -hmm. in this country. Uh, and when, when they don't have enough money for the pills, they're going to heroin now. 
Exactly. So, you know, to me... Well, when it's the seeing, same thing. It's, it's the same it's, thing. It's the exact same thing. Mm-hmm. When you're seeing people that are still against marijuana, I just feel like saying, okay, read up on something. Read something. Do some research. Get some research and, and get some knowledge in your system. Okay, here's where we're going to take a quick break. And you're bringing me over here and you're gonna, we're going to get me exposed to get down on what's it. going on. And we're going to come back and we're going to uh, see how entertaining we can be. Sounds like a plan. We'll be back. Okay, everybody, we are back from our field trip and our excursion uh, to Dab Country. And I'm here with Nugsley Diverson the Eighth. Hello. And uh, he got me exposed to my second uh, bout with Dabs. And uh, that one went way smoother than my first one. Good. I'm glad. The first one, I think I jumped into it a little too hard. And I maybe inhaled a little too hard, and the coughing was a little was so intense. It could have been a little too hot. It could have been a little too it hot. It might have been too. a little too hot. You it know, burnt, that's, like it burnt my throat. Yeah, it it really shouldn't burn your throat. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that comes down to you know quality of concentrate too sure. as well. You know, um, you know, but the heating is the that's the trick sure. of, of when to drop it in there. So that. That stuff, that is called shatter? That, that, that was crumble. Crumble. That and you crumble. got that from True Leaf? Yep. Yeah, yeah, that was strawberry switchblade crumble. And how much does that go for normally? 60 a gram. 60 a gram. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So when you compare it to flour, is it more cost efficient? It was more expensive? I would say for somebody that is not used to concentrates, for sure it would be. Because a little bit of that will little go a bit. long way. Yeah, I mean, you put, like a little, you put the end of, uh, you know. I mean... I, I don't know what you would compare it to the not much you not know a like, a very, very, like a very 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 tiny bit. amount yeah like a sprinkling exactly yeah. and, uh, and I'm feeling pretty good awesome I'm, I'm feeling pretty good it's it's really good medicine it's it's uh-huh. like I said earlier it's a way to get your medicine very quickly mm-hmm. if you're in pain or something like that I mean sure. it hits you right away yeah no doubt uh-huh. now does it come in different strands like it'll do THC THC high and sativa does you know does, does it come in you know different yeah, strands yeah yeah you've got all your hybrids your sativa Sativas, okay. your Indicas, uh, True Leaf has all three of them. That they have many different strains, um, and True Leaf has Crumble and Shatter, mm-hmm. um, and there's many kinds of concentrates. That's something where you see people inventing new stuff all the time sure. of you know using certain distillation processes and all that kind of stuff to get a new kind of product. But um, but the Shatter from True Leaf and uh-huh. the Crumble from True Leaf, I really like. So the concentrator distill would come in, it looks like uh, like honey, sort of? That, is that how it comes? Yeah, that's that's how, I mean, it really depends on the method that you're using for mm-hmm. extraction, but um, that's kind of your end product. Okay. And I'm not a total expert on this at all. Uh-huh. Um, I've just watched a lot of YouTube videos and repeat stuff I hear smart people okay. say. <laughs> but, that's, that's the way of the world, man. <laughs> right? Seriously. But um, it's... I forget where I was going with that now. It happens. The dabs got you. <laughs> you My know, dabs got you. It happens. Now, right I, have a, I have a deep question for uh, Nugsley Diverson the Eighth. In five years from now, mm-hmm. what do you want to be doing as, as in association with marijuana? Where, where, where would you like to be? Helping people. Okay. For sure, helping people. I think that um, spreading the knowledge mm-hmm. and getting rid of stigmas. Well, you're doing that now. 
You're doing that now. I'm doing something right then, right? There's no doubt. There's no <laughs> doubt. Well, uh, Thank you. you know, we're going to start doing some real cool stuff with True Leave. And uh, uh, I don't know who you deal with. We deal with Victoria. And uh, we're going to talk and do some events and stuff. So we're definitely going to have you get you involved with awesome. all those kinds of I'd things. Awesome. I'd be happy to do it. Very so happy. For those of you it. that are curious, uh, you can follow him at uh, Nugsley Daberson the Eighth. And Nugsley spelled how? How do you spell Nugsley? Nugsley is N U G Z L Y. And then. D-A-B-B-E-R-S-O-N the number 8 and T-H that's it seems pretty easy I'm at Ian Beckles I-A-N-B-E-C-K-L-E-S we want to say much love to True Leave out there and Nugsley I appreciate your knowledge brother absolutely I appreciate you having me very no much no problem and uh, maybe you you started a new thing with this dab thing hey let's rock it I'm feeling pretty good about myself right now good I'm glad but I appreciate everybody listening in and I appreciate you guys wanting to know the good the bad and the ugly about marijuana and that's what we're here for. So everybody do yourself a favor and get out there and smoke something delicious this week. I know we will. Have a wonderful week. Peace out. For more information on medical cannabis, make sure to visit TrueLeave on Twitter at TrueLeave or TrueLeave.com That's T-R-U-L-I-E-V-E dot com Also, make sure to follow Ian Beckles on Twitter at Ian Beckles. This has been the Cannabis Podcast, powered by TrueLeave on Radio Influence. This is a flavor of Tampa Bay with Ian Beckles and Tracy Guida Quick Fix on Radio Influence Tampa Bay. I don't need a national day for chicken wings because, you know, that's probably my the thing I eat the most. I eat a lot of chicken yes. wings. Yes, that should be point, your middle name. To a point where it's, it's, I will turn into a chicken wing eventually, but I've convinced myself that chicken wings are healthy. I've convinced myself. Well, they are keto-friendly. Yes. <laughs> I eat them all the time as long as they're not breaded. Healthy, I don't know. Keto-friendly, definitely, uh, if you try to keep it low-carb. Now, uh, you a, uh, a flapper or a drumette person? I like them both. I'm not like picky. Both. Mm-hmm. You know what? <laughs> I used to be a drumette guy. I've turned into a flapper guy. I think I've. Tur- I don't know. I don't think I like drumettes anymore. Like yesterday, mm-hmm. I was at Eats and uh, for National uh, Wing Day, and I was like, "Let me get wings." And oh. you guys were out of flappers. Unfortunately. That was that was ridiculous. I well, have that to say, happens. You get you get slammed on the weekends. It happens sometimes. Yes, but still. So I got a plate of drumettes. I don't like them that much anymore. I hear you. I, I, I mean, I ate four or five, but. I'm using more. That's it? Yeah, about that. Yeah. Took the, rest home. <laughs> Took the rest home and uh, probably my kids will eat them or something like that. But right. uh, so you like a mixture. I like a mixture. Yes. But oh. they have to be crispy. I prefer baked wings if I can get them. Flavor of Tampa Bay with Ian Beckles and Tracy Guida can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts and RITampaBay.com. Bay